Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Wednesday morning, the 22nd of July. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. Upgrading the electricity network has been controversial locally for more than a decade when a debate began over whether 400 kV lines should be erected overground on pylons or if they would be viable to run underground. There have been questions uh, raised in the past, but we've done an awful lot of studies that prove that it is possible um, in this part of the network to to install uh, underground cables um, of of this size and of this length. Michael Mahan, Chief Infrastructure Officer with Airgrid, speaking to me yesterday about the planned upgrade of uh, the Kildare Mead electricity grid. But what about the cost? There is an added cost um, to, to basically... Uh, to, 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 to identify the route, to manage the construction and potentially to open uh, roads and uh, to get access to the farmland to, to, uh, to, to utilise uh, the underground method. Um, and there is a significant cost in that, but that's not w- what we're actually consulting on at this point. What we're looking to consult on mm. is people's views as to what's acceptable to them in their community. So it seems it's possible to underground the lines, that they will be reliable. It will be more expensive, but if that's what communities want, perhaps that's the best thing for everybody all around. But what about the maintenance of these lines? So we already have a number of underground lines um, probably running more through cities and some towns. So they've been there for a number of years. Um, the technology is is uh, is pretty reliable for AC uh, technology. We're we're only proposing to use the same as the, the overhead lines AC technology rather than DC, and we're quite confident with the reliability of the cables that we've been installing. All oh, very interesting, but it begs the obvious question, doesn't it? What is the difference between the Kildare Meath upgrade and indeed the North South interconnector? Why is it possible to do it on one project and not on the other? The uh, Mead Kildare project. Is a um, is connecting two points that are particularly strong on on the Irish network, and um, we, we've utilised the Dunstan and the Woodland substations for a number of years, and they're quite strong points in the network. So we have the the, the 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 benefit of being able to use underground AC technology that we probably don't have that we don't actually have on, on other parts of the network. 
AirGrid's Chief Infrastructure Officer Michael Mann speaking to me yesterday. Porrick O'Reilly, spokesperson for the North East Pile and Pressure Campaign Group, is on the line with us now. And a very good morning to you, Porrick, and thanks for joining us. Are you surprised by the approach that AirGrid is taking towards this project? Well, it's very different to the approach taken on the North-South Interconnector, uh, Michael. So uh, I, I should say that it's, it's, it's welcome to see that there's some progress for those people who will be li- living between Nace and, and, and Dunboyne, assuming that they follow through on what they're proposing now. But all they're doing is really what should be done in the first place with the North-South Interconnector and with any project, which is basically you know have a reality check around the impact of this technology, get the public inputs, uh, and, and put, do a proper costing of, of what the impacts are on, on the locality and on the deliverability of the project over time. So what they're doing is not rocket science. It's really just coming to a point uh, of understanding that you cannot force technology, uh, and particularly overhead lines, onto communities mm. without doing things properly. But they seem to be suggesting that what you're hoping for is rocket science, uh, that it's not viable uh, to go underground on the North-South interconnector, and they say it's like comparing apples with oranges. Well, uh, they, they haven't said that, actually, Michael, uh, and that's the problem. Well, you know, it said clearly there there's a difference between the two, that uh, this is a, a viable underground option uh, where it, it's a different uh, project uh, on the north-south interconnector. Yeah, it's, it's a different project, but it's but they've never said it's not viable, and, and, and that's, that's the issue we have over the years, that the arguments change all the time. They have admitted many years ago that it is viable for the north-south interconnector to use undergrounding, probably HVDC, uh, that it is technically feasible, but what they've said is it's suboptimal or it's not appropriate for them uh, from a technical perspective. Um, but bear in mind too, Michael, if, if you take what they're proposing now for the Kildare Mead line, that AC option, so we're being very fair in a comparison. Three years ago at the oral hearing, they said that was absolutely impossible in terms of going more than 10 kilometres with an AC line underground. Mm. Now they're saying they can go 60 kilometres for half the price. Um, and they were pushed by Onboard Planala to even look at AC for, for, for North Southern Connector as an option. So even on, on the AC side, which is now what they're, what they're going forward with, they're totally contradicting what they said in the oral hearing on the North Southern Connector a few years ago. And this is the nub of the issue we have, Michael, is that if they, they genuinely want to look at a solution for the North Southern Connector involving undergrounding, they can find one. And the risks involved in it and the fact that they don't like it as much as the overhead line. Mm. Uh, I can understand that. Well, that remains to be seen. I mean, you say they can't, they say they can't. Uh, the initial political response no, uh, to Michael, it yesterday... Correct. They mm. don't say they can't. Well, they, that they, they don't won't. Want to. Yeah, OK. Well, whichever way... The difference, Michael, because they have said it's feasible, but they don't want to go that route. Fe- feasible, but not viable. Uh, they don't no, see it no, as a... It's they, viable, they, it's feasible, but as they said, it's suboptimal. Suboptimal does not mean it's not viable or not feasible. And, and that's a core point. It can be done. And I would bring you back to the only independent... OK, but not prudent. I mean, we're, we're, we're dancing on the head of a pin. I mean, Airgrid... No, we're not, Michael. No, we're not dancing uh, uh, on the head of a pin. Airgrid doesn't Air believe it's a prudent... head of a pin in terms of their arguments. Maybe so, but OK, but I mean, I, I, in terms of the language, uh, in terms of trying to outline Airgrid's position when they're not here... Uh, they don't believe it. Well, it's Michael, a, they the don't believe it. But they don't believe decision. it. But Let's make that clear as well. They refuse to come on and discuss this, which we would be happy to do at any no, time. No, no. Well, we asked the them on yesterday. We heard from them yesterday on that particular... This in public okay, but, but, but what I'm trying to say, uh, in fairness, Parag, is uh, that Airgrid... Well, I'm just making that point, Michael, so that the public okay, but, know Airgrid refused to discuss this project with the people.
people that are affected on the air, on the station that they're sponsoring. So let's be clear, Michael, on that. Okay, well, you've made that point. Uh, I uh, know that uh, yesterday uh, Airgrid were invited uh, to discuss this project uh, and we asked about uh, undergrounding and overgrounding and uh, decided to follow up with yourself today. We didn't invite them on today, so it's not a question of them refusing to do it today. In terms of... No, 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 because I've tried five... Porrick, Porrick, will you stop? Stop talking, please, for one second, please. Because I just want to say that... And I've tried to say it ten times and you keep interrupting me. As far as Airgrid is saying, it's not prudent from their perspective to underground on the north-south interconnector. That's all I wanted to say. And then I wanted to tell you what the initial political response to it was, because this only broke yesterday morning. Sinn Féin said initially uh, that uh, they were uh, holding their opinion uh, to themselves on whether you can compare one with the other, but they were glad it was going into a period of consultation. And Fianna Fáil, Thomas Byrne, said uh, that he didn't believe it was uh, possible uh, to underground on this Kildare Mead project uh, and uh, what, if, if it wasn't possible to do it on the north-south. Uh, and I just wanted to put those points across to you, Patrick. Uh, let's have a conversation here. Now, you, you have some points to make, so go ahead. Yeah, well, well the point, Michael, to come back, on, I, and I think it's critical to, to make the point about the viability versus uh, the appropriateness. It is viable, and, the, and I'll bring you back to the independent study, which I was just about to mention, in 2012, the only independent study uh, done on this project in the last 15 years, which said it is possible, it's feasible, and it's doable to do a HVD line up the north. So the day that the government, and, and I'm glad you mentioned about the, um, uh, the, the politicians, the day that the government decides that Airgrid has to underground this line, uh, it will be done. It's not that it's not possible. Airgrid are relying on government support to go, to go with the overhead line. And what we're seeing with that Kildare Mead line now is there's a golden opportunity for the new government to realise that there are alternatives that are viable, that are doable, that Airgrid are changing their arguments on undergrounding on a daily basis. And the AC, if they look at the AC the, the discussion and our oral hearing versus what they're saying now, they're light years apart. And it's time that Fianna Fáil now stood up and uh, supported a proper look at undergrounding for the north-south interconnector. And the other thing I'd say, Michael, bear in mind, is there's still no planning for the north-south interconnector. It's not approved in the north, and none of the 584 access routes have actually been agreed or approved. And if you look at the Kildare Mead line uh, information, you'll see that Airgrid have said... Uh, in writing, there's actually no planning application required. There's no planning approval required for undergrounding. So in terms of mm. timing and speed of getting the north-south interconnector going, they could do it very, very quickly if they change their approach and change their attitude and take a risk with undergrounding, but at least get it delivered. And the key thing on deliverability, which they've now added into the criteria for the Kildare Mead line, is, this, as I said, they still have no approval. It's 15 years on. Mm. If they really want to deliver this project, they know themselves the only way they'll do it is underground. And without the government support, they will have to look at that more seriously. OK, Porik, and we're delighted to give you the platform to articulate those arguments as we have been for 15 years. And I think you know that... And that be- is very much appreciated, And I Michael, think you know that better than anybody, but yes, at the same time, we have to be fair to everybody. And all I was doing was making a point in relation to this discussion. Mm, but, 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 it's very but, hard for us. And it's hard for you to bring the arguments over and back when the other party is but not you there. Don't, you, you and we're know, happy to have you, that discussion. 
absolutely. And you know better than anybody that there's an obligation uh, from our part to make sure that both arguments are presented to the listener whenever we discuss issues of controversy like this. And despite sponsorship or other things that have nothing to do with the production team of this programme, we try to do that to the best of our ability at all times. Uh, And uh, obviously now we'll go back to our grid and we'll ask them if they do want to debate with you, because that seems to be what you're pressing for this morning. Well, it's something that would make it would be a lot better for listeners, you know, to to be able to 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 see it over and back in terms of the arguments, and I think also for Airgrid too. But they have, but they have, they have not done so mm. uh, up to date. But this is a, a, a significant project that they're proposing in its own right. Are, are you happy with the approach that they're taking for this uh, upgrade of uh, the Kildare Meath grid? Well, it's a big step forward, and the key, the jury is out, Michael, to be honest, to see do they actually deliver on what they're saying? Are they just setting up the undergrounding uh, option to fail, or are they genuine about it? And at this stage, it's difficult to tell. I am not sure why they're only looking at AC, because bear in mind, at the Kildare site and at the Woodland site, there are converter stations already. So they could look at DC if they wanted to. I'm not sure are they genuinely looking at AC or not. If they are going to follow the criteria, they've now set out where they're saying that the public actually does make a difference that the impact on the landscape the countryside uh, the environment all now carry a cost as well as as, as an impact and that the deliverability needs to be examined if those things are followed through it's a big step forward from what they've been doing on previous projects Well they want the public's input they'll uh, be consulting with the public in uh, the autumn Uh, there's five options one to up voltage to existing to 20 kV lines the second option is to put in a 400 kV overhead line, a brand new line, and then three different options uh, which would all run underground. No doubt we'll hear more about that later. Uh, we'll ask them to discuss the difference between undergrounding uh, as is the option or the three options uh, that they're presenting uh, in this case uh, and why that is not a, an option on the North-South Interconnector with you in the coming days if uh, they accept that offer. We'll come back to you, Parag. But we leave there for the moment and thank you indeed for joining us here this morning. Parag O'Reilly, spokesperson for the Northeast Pile and Pressure Campaign. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.